Portia. We are just two pearls. Join us for Adventures in Pearls. And this is from Alice Walker's 1983 book, In Search of Our Mother's Gardens. And this is her definition of womanist. It's a four-part definition, womanist part one from womanish. The opposite of girlish, frivolous, irresponsible, not serious. A black feminist or feminist of color, from the black folk expression of mothers to, to female children, you acting womanish, like a woman usually referring to outrageous, audacious, courageous, or willful behavior, wanting to know more and in greater depth than is considered good for one, interested in grown-up things, acting grown-up, being grown-up, interchangeable with another black folk expression, you trying to be grown, responsible, in charge, serious. Also, a woman who loves other women, sexually and or non-sexually, appreciates and prefers women's culture, women's emotional flexibility, values tears as natural counterbalance of laughter, and women's strength. Sometimes loves individual men, sexually and or non-sexually, committed to survival and wholeness of entire people, male and female, not a separatist except periodically for health. Traditionally universalist, as in mama, why are we born brown, pink, and yellow, and our cousins are white, beige, and black? Answer. Well, you know, the colored race is just like a flower garden, with every color flower represented. Traditionally capable, as in, Mama, I'm walking to Canada, and I'm taking you and a bunch of other slaves with me. Reply. It wouldn't be the first time. Loves music, loves dance loves the moon, loves the spirit, loves love and food and roundness, loves struggle, loves the folk, loves herself regardless. Womanist is to feminist as purple is to lavender. Hmm. Amen. Some reflection we have here. So when you think about the word feminist, yep. what comes to mind? <laughs> a particular white woman or just a general white woman? A white woman burning her bra. Hmm. I think of like Gloria Steinem. Yeah. I think a little bit of like, I don't know, like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Who I don't think burns her bras. No, but she does say, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. <laughs> That's a feminist statement. <laughs> I knew you were trouble when you walked in. That's a feminist statement. Okay, that's a quote from Portia Williams. On behalf of Taylor Swift. I also think of feminism as, like, in contemporary culture, I think of it as something that's trolled on Twitter. Mm. I think of people putting it in their, like, search bar or whatever and just, like, coming for feminists. Mm. So what do you think is, like, the aggression? And I know, like, men and women both have it. When you hear the word feminism, like what makes people so angry about that word? I think they are assuming that it means a male bashing rather than actually trying to 
find out what it really means, like searching for the definition of what does it mean to be feminist. Feminism is not anti-male. It's not anti-men. Um, it's not that. And I think people who aren't aware of that and have no sense of consciousness as to what feminism is, I think they make those judgments and those statements. So you could easily say something like, as I said, oh, what is feminism? Oh, white women, right. white women burning bras. Like those are blanket statements of people who may not understand or know how to articulate what feminism is. And so I think that's why there's a lot of pushback because people don't take the time to, to read or educate themselves on what it really means. And then you have, you know, speaking of pop culture a little bit, just to bring back Taylor Swift, mm -hmm. to bring in like, say, like Miley Cyrus or something like that. You have people who are performing what they will tell you is feminism. Right. And that's also confusing. Mm -hmm. Like Miley Cyrus twerking on stage in a beige bodysuit, mm -hmm. is that really feminism or is that just her being herself on a stage mm -hmm. and appropriating blackness? And it's like we have to be able to like tread that space and figure out like, okay, so what? where is the feminism within this? Like a right. woman having her voice on stage, certainly I can agree with her, that's feminism. Right. But her twerking and grinding on this man. I'm not so sure. Right. <laughs> it's like, is that really feminism? Is it, Miley Cyrus? And it's the feminism, <laughs> I think, like you said, not only of a white woman, like I don't want to put that on all white women, right. but especially of like a rich, privileged white woman. Absolutely. Right? Um, because she does have that space to do whatever she wants and then to say, well, this is my right as a feminist or mm -hmm. it's my right as a woman because of feminism. Right. Because feminism. You can always point to that whenever you want to do something that's like, a little bit ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> right and I also think part of the goal of feminism in general is to empower the voice of the women is to teach us our sense of agency as women however there's also been that conversation does feminism include the voices of black women does it make space for us and who we are mm -hmm. and so I think that brings us a little bit to the toward the topic of womanism right and Alice Walker which we shared today in our reflection right so Black feminist, or womanist, hmm. or pan-African woman, or like where do we fit in that whole story? People hear this word, black feminist, right? Mm -hmm. And then people hear womanist, um, people hear like pan-Africanism, mm -hmm. right? And I think sometimes like black women then feel that there's this pressure like, well, what? which one of these many camps, or I can just be a straight feminist, right? Like, which one of these camps am I going to identify with? Like, who will I be on this day? Choose you this day. Right? <laughs> and I'm, like, branded for life with right. that particular, like, brand. It means that I'm a particular woman. Right. And then as a black woman, it's like, if I don't want to claim any of those things, also, like, what does that mean for me? Like, must I be black feminist? Must I be womanist? Mm -hmm. Like, um, Monica Coleman, who's a professor in California, wrote this uh, like essay. Um, it's the Womanist Roundtable, and she writes this essay. And the title of it is "Must I Be Womanist?" Mm -hmm. Because she saw so many women in her circle now, because of the standard bearers, you know, the Katie Cannons, the Emily Towns. She felt like, okay, well, now even though I feel like a black feminist, yeah, I must be womanist because in the particular field that I'm in, mm -hmm. everyone is now forcing me into that, even though I don't necessarily know if that's the camp that I fit into. Mm -hmm. So, what do you see as the like distinguishing between those categories? 
should they be distinguished between? You know, that's a really good question. And honestly, I don't think I've really given much thought to are they different categories in themselves, like black feminist, womanist, pan-African, um, black woman, you know, feminist. Like, I never really thought too deeply into either of those categories. And sometimes I wonder, um, even with myself in terms of the quote-unquote, um, do I say that I'm a womanist mm-hmm. and therefore I am, this is who I am and I have to always be in that category. Now, I have thought about in terms of the difference between womanist and feminist, but I haven't necessarily thought about the difference between black feminist and womanist, if, I, if right. that's making sense. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, because if you tell me the difference between feminist and womanist, I'm going to say I am a womanist if I had to choose between the two. Right. But to say that I'm a black feminist, it's almost like I'm trying to teeter-tot between the two right. instead of claiming one over the other, if that makes sense. It's like, yes, I'm a feminist, but I'm a black feminist, which is, <laughs> this, is this is now race That's like, right. versus saying I'm just a feminist. Both saying womanist is saying, well, I am inclusive of all these things. However, I'm also saying that I'm a deeper shade of purple to say, you know, I'm not just playing on the cusp here. Like I'm doing something greater and something inclusive of not just my black body, but the bodies of others um, as well and trying to include the dialogue. It's because, you know, as we say, intersectionality, um, you know, and um, and I think that kind of, that's what's happening here. And so for me, yeah, I, never, I don't know. I've never really kind of distinguished between black feminists and womanists, but now that I'm we're talking about it, I'm putting some more thought to it. So Patricia Hill Collins wrote this book that was published in 2000. It's called simply Black Feminist Thought. And this comes out like after this whole Katie Cannon moment. Like it comes out after after all of that. And she really wants to define for black women what a black feminist is. So she's a sociologist, but she really writes this book for black women as a Uh source of empowerment. And the way she describes black feminism is that it's widely used, yet increasingly difficult to define. It encompasses diverse and often contradictory meanings, despite the fact that U.S. black women in particular have expended considerable energy on naming black women's knowledge, definitional tensions not only persist, but encounter changing political climates riddled with new obstacles. When the very vocabulary used to describe black feminist thought comes under attack, black women's self-definitions become even more difficult to achieve. She says black feminism remains important because U.S. black women constitute an oppressed group. As a collectivity, U.S. black women participate in a dialectical relationship linking African-American women's oppression and activism. Dialectical relationships of this sort means that the two parties are opposed and opposite. As long as black women's subordination within intersecting oppressions of race, class, gender, sexuality, and nation persists, black feminism is an activist response to that oppression will remain needed. Mm. And so it's like what I hear in that is something that definitely is distinct from womanism Mm -hmm. in that it really is focusing on the United States black woman and the ways, to use the word intersectional again, Mm -hmm. the ways that race, gender, and then adding on to that, like social class, um, stereotypes about what black womanhood is, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the way that all of those things are combined 
in a way that both oppresses the black woman, but also causes her body to like necessarily become an activist body, right? Mm. So like every black woman, almost by this definition, I don't think she necessarily must call herself a black feminist, but in a way, anytime she oppresses, she, she resists against the oppression itself, she becomes the black feminist in that moment, even if she doesn't label herself as such, right? Mm-hmm. So it creates this kind of like broad definition, I think, where like all of us can be the black feminist, like even if we don't claim that, mm-hmm. anytime that like, you know, the Sandra Bland moment when you're mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to record this. I'm going to take this seriously. I'm not just going to like roll over and play dead in that moment. Like one's body necessarily becomes the black feminist body. But I do think that's like different from womanism, right? I think so. Yeah. How so? I think so. Because um, as you were reading this definition, um, it sounds and this is just my interpretation um, as I'm hearing, it just sounded like black feminism in itself is almost like a political mm-hmm. type of a role and it's like now the next thing that comes into my head is like oh what well, does that play into the politics of respectability mm. does, you know what i mean like all of those things started swirling around in my head as you were reading and i'm just like mm. and it's just like so where does womanism fit in that does it fit in it are they they're I clearly they're not one and the same they're not um and as you were reading that and so I'm like okay they're very different right um and it sounds like black feminism is something that you can is a role that you can put on like your clothes like I can put on this dress I can choose to put on these mm-hmm. pants whereas womanism sounds more like our way of life our way of being our essence into in terms of who we are mm-hmm. and how we communicate and relate to the world around us and that's more what that sounds like so I don't think womanism for me is something I can take off mm. it's just something that I am yeah. versus black feminism sounds like something that I can choose to walk into I can choose to put that on it's like okay I can be a black feminist when I walk out the house (laughs) because I gotta face this white world and everybody (laughs) in it but when I come home and I'm in my space I can unwind and I can take that clothing off and I can hang it up but I'm still a womanist to my core if that makes sense right you know the black feminist definition though I think it's like so I agree with you and I disagree with you. I think mm-hmm. it's really difficult because we're politicized even within our own households, right? Mm. Especially now in a world of like social media. Like it's like even, so I mean, so we have the whole like family dynamics mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Which like families are political, right? Like even if we're just in our house, we think we're just chilling, we're having fun. There's still different people involved, right? So family automatically becomes like a place where politics have to be worked out right and then on top of that like I don't live with a family which you know is (laughs) upsides and downsides but you know when I like do things like use Twitter when I do things like watch any show that wasn't created by like Shonda Rhimes (laughs) it is kind of like doing damage to my soul right because Mm. it's showing me this standard um, where like a white man is always considered to be the status quo Mm -hmm. the right thing like the 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 norm right Mm -hmm. and where I'm always other right like Mm -hmm. if you're watching anything that wasn't created by Shonda Rhimes literally (laughs) or that wasn't like um you know like an Ava DuVernay or something like that like almost everything else that's on popular television I can't watch television without feeling like I'm being marginalized in the story that's being told on my screen I hear that and Yeah, I hear that. I hear all of that of what you're saying. But then I also, my question too would be, if we're at home, 
I feel like, especially as we as single women, are we then in a place where we're performing anymore or are we just dealing with the reality of this is the world we live in, even if it's on our Twitter, our Facebook, our social media and our TVs? Mm -hmm. Because for me, when I think of when I go home, I'm no longer in a place where I have to perform. And I feel like black feminism um, beckons me to perform Mm -hmm. um, when I go out into the world. And so that's kind of where I was getting at when I was saying like it's a, a piece that I can take off mm-hmm. versus like the womanism is like a, a lived layer, a, a lived part of my core. Right. And so, but I hear what you're saying. And so I think that's something that, that needs attention. And I think that's something that's very um, powerful in terms of like, it's like we can't escape it. It's like no matter where we turn to, no matter where we, where we go, something is always criticizing us, even if it doesn't even speak directly speaking to right. us. But something's always being critical of us. And it's right. like that thing in the back of our head is like, oh, shoot, like, do I have to fit into this mold? Do I have to fit into that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like, wow. Right. Yeah, that's deep, Jamie. That's and good. it's difficult because, you know, you're right. I don't think Twitter is necessarily talking to me. Like, mm-hmm. no one on Twitter is thinking particularly about me. <laughs> but television they know, like, even if they don't care about black women, they know that we're some of the biggest consumers of, like, television, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, so yes, it is intentionally speaking to me, mm-hmm. right? I can turn it off. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not my family. So I can literally just say, like, no, <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> but at the same time, it's made for me, right? It's mm-hmm. made for my consumption. Even when I read, like, I mean, think about even reading books, right? Like, if it's not a black feminist or womanist book, Even a book can get you a little bit disturbed. Even reading the news, which I should be able to read as like a neutral observer. That's a political act, right? So there are definitely times when it's like, I can't even watch the news today. It's so disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's just about my life almost every day. (laughs) Exactly. But it's like, you know, so the question is like, I completely agree with you that black feminism, well, all feminism, right, Mm -hmm. was created for the way that women interact with the outside world right like feminism is about like labor right it's about you know women's like uh sexual liberation it's about like all of those things right um but then it's like you know when i'm reading the news when i'm watching tv do i really have an option just to take it off Mm. right like i always carry my black womanhood whether i like it or not Mm. and i do think that is where womanism does play in really nicely because i really like the way that Alice Walker did this definition, this four-part definition yeah. that we read at the top of the show. And what I like particularly like about it is when the little girl, we'll presume she's a little girl, I don't know, but she has a mother, so. <laughs> she says, Mama, why are we brown, pink, and yellow, and our cousins are white, beige, and black? And she says, and the mother replies, well, you know the colored race is just like a flower garden with every color flower represented. And what I really like about that definition is that it allows womanism to like encompass so many different colors, like literally different colors. It is for black women, but it's not just black women. You know, like if you read Emily Towns, her work always starts with the particularity of black womanhood. But through that particular, we reach the universal, right? Mm -hmm. So like even a womanist is concerned about her white male neighbor. Like, there's no separation of those things. Like, he is still my brother or my cousin or my whatever. He's still part of the flower garden. He looks different from me. 
He might act different from me. He might do some things I ain't trying to have him do today. <laughs> but he's still part of the flower garden. We're all part of this garden. Mm-hmm. We all need each other. We all have to coexist. And the womanist is seeking within this reality in which she must exist wholeness. Right. And I think that's really what we're like, for me, the separation is. Like mm-hmm. black feminism is like, I must put on this political armor every time I do everything, right? right? It's like going to war. Um, and I love that womanism is something that I feel like I can sit with mm-hmm. and that it aims toward wholeness Absolutely. and it aims toward self-love ultimately. Yeah. It aims toward the idea that I'll love myself regardless, which I think while I am having my black feminist moment, <laughs> um, where I'm you know watching a TV show or watching the news and I feel excluded and I feel demeaned and I feel left out, mm-hmm. even in that moment, I choose self-love. Right, and I think that's where the womanism comes in. So I think, like, for me, my idea is, like, I kind of need both, Mm -hmm. right? I need my black feminism because it reminds me that I have to fight. (laughs) Every day. And you know I'm about that life. (laughs) I do wear my pearls. I wear my dresses. But my high heels are combat boots. Don't get confused. Um, But I also need to remember self-love, Like, ultimately, Mm -hmm. that's, like, the highest thing, to love all the other flowers in the garden, even when they're trifling, and to love myself regardless. And I think that's kind of where I I land with that today. And I even think with womanism, because you love yourself, you can love others. Mm -hmm. And that basically talks about, for us, back to our principles as Christians, when we can love God and when we can love ourselves, we can love other people. And I think that's so important with womanism. And it causes us to be critical. Mm-hmm. It causes us to be political. But there's also a place of resting in ourselves. Yeah. Sure. Amen. Keep up with our adventures at JustTwoPearls.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at JustTwoPearls. Email us at adventures at JustTwoPearls.com.